I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Nightside Project. I may be super, but I am no hero. Nightside on KSL. A limited edition summer season. You realize, though, Alex, this is just temporary. <laughs> yeah, I still took your parking space and I'm not giving it back. The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey. Streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at 102.7 FM. All right, welcome to the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millen. I got Alex Geary here. Thanks so much for grabbing this episode. We appreciate it. Hopefully, your day is uh, your day's a good one. Hopefully, mm. you're someplace warm and sunny. Uh, it's not that bad, though. Palm trees. Think about it. It's been in the 60s this week, man. I hope people are in San Diego. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, okay. Are you? No. I oh, been. I was going to say. <laughs> I've never been to San Diego in my life. Oh, it was <laughs> two weeks ago you were, like, not, you were in San Diego. Um, I don't remember that. I've got a dilemma because I still want to go. I, I, we promised my kid, I promised my 12-year-old I'd take him somewhere this year. We were going to go to a football game. My wife's like, you should just take him somewhere. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like fly into Cleveland? Like what, what, what are we talking about here? When you just say you need to take him somewhere, I don't, I don't know where to take him. And just it, it almost doesn't. Well, I mean, it matters it does, to some degree. Because we but... were going to go to a football game. And so he's kind of like, uh, so what are we going to do? And then he's like, we should go somewhere cool. And I'm like, yeah, if we go to New York, then they're all, you from Utah? Anyway, uh, sit over here in the airport for the next four days. I don't know how they do, yeah. I don't know how they do it. So, Well, uh, stuff like that's going to be out, out of bounds still, right? I don't Maybe. know. What's the rule? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little, a little bit of a, a minor road trip with uh, one of my sons here coming up. Where are you going to go? But, but it's not anything. It's not a big deal. It's just an overnight. I'm going to go see my grandparents. Uh, oh. Uh, well, what? Their graves. Okay. In Idaho Falls. Were you trying to make me feel bad? <laughs> In Idaho Falls. Oh, so you're going to go pass by the old uh, uh, Miller yeah. Donuts place? That's and right. Everything. I'm going to go see mm. Miller's Donuts, the old Miller's Donuts building, mm. uh, and I'm going. Which I was, I was looking into it. I got on Zillow, right? so, so we can get all kinds yeah. of info about properties and things like that. So, the old Miller's Donuts. Do you know where it is? Oh yeah, it's oh, okay. on First Street. So um, the old Millard's Donuts, uh, the donut shop was down below, and then my grandparents' apartment was up above. In Idaho Falls. In Idaho Falls. Mm. And so whoever owns that building now, it, it, one of the previous owners, they took out that apartment and just raised the ceilings up. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, so that old apartment's gone, but the windows are still there. So you go inside of this restaurant now, and there are these weird windows up on what was what would have been like a second floor before. Right. And uh, anyway, so that was... I don't know, disappointing because I I have very vague memories of that old apartment. My my parents retired the donut shop when I was a, a, just a tiny baby. I never really knew it. So what? So is your like? Is this going to be one of those that you're going to appreciate the trip and the historical part of it, and then your son's going to be like, "Dad dragged me on this trip, and we didn't even get." Look, donuts, man, and I don't even own the building. I thought I was inheriting this building or whatever. Look, man, I can't control his reaction. Yeah. Right? You could. I can't you could. It. You could actually take him somewhere interesting. Well, I think this is interesting. <laughs> He's going to get a little bit of Miller family history. Oil. 
you know, and we're going to spend a couple of days together. It's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. think about that. You know, you're welcome. You and your son are welcome to come with, oh, come with me oh, up you to know Idaho. What? Yes. Yeah. No, I'd love it. Actually, but we'd have to drive behind you because we'd have to be wearing masks in our own car. Uh, uh, there's some strong three-star <laughs> hotels in Idaho. It's very Idaho strong. Falls. Strong smelling. Strong. Uh, <laughs> I've been, I've been to, I've been to Idaho Falls many times. So, yeah. um, yeah. Uh, it's cool. But it's, problem it's is not though, as nice as, it's not as nice as Twin Falls, but you know, it's a, it's one of the falls. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're not really going to go anywhere except for just the no, center. You already told you me that. Now, you right? already told me that when you said you're going to Idaho Falls. So I get it. It's fine. <laughs> so you get that. <laughs> hey, speaking of traveling, yeah. you know, some people are going to be, I, I prepared a little bit of material because I didn't want it to be just a what, some catch-up stand-up? session again. Oh, okay. Because like the last couple episodes have been just like, so what are you up to, man? Wow, God, <laughs> I guess it's literally like the only time we talk to each other like every week. Okay, fine. Uh, anyway, so, and I don't know who would do this except for uh, Hank Hill. There's a there's a King of the Hill episode that mm-hmm. deals with this specifically. But do you know anyone that prepares Thanksgiving dishes at home oh. and then travels long distance with them? When I say long distances, I mean in an airplane. Oh, uh, do you know anyone who does this? No, I don't. Uh, no, but I could see this happening. I could see this sounds like something out of an era, right? Where they go, Grandma Sue made mm-hmm. her yams or sweet potatoes or whatever the difference is between those two, and uh, we brought them in. Like you, you know, you brought them in. That is a food worker's nightmare. It is a. It is a. Yeah. It's an epidemiologist nightmare. That thing is teeming with bacteria well i'll tell you it's enough people do it that the tsa every year issues guidelines <laughs> uh, i didn't know about this yeah i this love is this new information i love it now what what can you not travel with because like bet, he, is jello considered a liquid is so here's the deal you can pretty much travel with any of any it. food but um but dude don't give the terrorists any ideas you could have a casserole bomb you could have a cranberry sauce bomb. Oh, my heavens. Uh, there are a lot of bombs you could make out of. So they say there's some things that you can take with you on the plane. There are some things that you would have to put in your uh, checked luggage. But ah. pretty much it can all go. Okay. It can all go with you. You can prepare an entire Thanksgiving meal, all the trimmings, right. and it can go with you But where does it go? Flight. We can't, it can't be checked. Some of it can't be. Some of it has to be checked. So okay. any of it could like be checked. Like the turkey right? needs to be checked. No, the turkey is what can go with you. So any meat, <laughs> okay, like chicken, ham, Good. steak, frozen, cooked, uncooked. Could you imagine someone the- bringing a frozen turkey in their carry-on? No, the frozen turkey I would be okay with. It's the fully cooked one in that pan. Like when you start to hit some turbulence and that weird juice gets on you, that's where I'm. That's where I'm nervous. So I'm. I'm just saying, uh, I I don't feel comfortable with any of this. I feel like there should be some restrictions. There, I watched this full thing the other day about how much. Now, if you're traveling internationally, you can't bring anything uh, food-wise in unless you declare it. And even then, there's some stuff we don't take in. They have this whole area of like LaGuardia Airport in New York that is 100% dedicated JFK that are just dedicated to uh, seizing. Uh, fruits and vegetables and other food items from other foreign countries, and they just send it down this big grinder. And I'm like, this, this should, this is how we should handle this here. If somebody's trying to fly with their Thanksgiving meal, it needs to absolutely be cut off. Go. Well, here's how they look at it. So TSA basically breaks it up exactly how you would expect. They say if you can pour it. Main course. Pour, uh, dessert. <laughs> no, they say if you can pour it, yeah. spread it, or spill it. <laughs> It's got to be checked. Gross. Which okay. is kind of how they do it, right? You can't take water bottles. You can't take big water bottles. You can't take big okay. 
shampoo bottles. We know what the score is, right? Yes, of course. So, but this is what they say. Four ounces of gravy only. You if can you only can, take four uh, ounces 3.4 ounces. 3.4 <laughs> oh, ounces. sorry. <laughs> if you can spill it, spread it, spray right. it, pump it, or pour it. Pump it. This is from their <laughs> ch- press release. Sure. This is their language. Okay. Then it has to be in a check bag. Spill it, spread it, spray it, pump it, yeah. pour it, twist it, pull yeah. it, pop it. And did you bring get- the did you bring the pump gravy this year, Grandma? That sounds uh, like an awful prospect. The pumping it uh, seems like it's something that would be absolutely ridiculous. So some things get pumped, I think. Yeah, well, the, the, I'm trying to think what there would be, but yeah, yeah, uh, nacho cheese. I guess nacho cheese. Yeah. If it's solid, yeah, I got it. Oh. Then it can go with you. Absolutely, uh, it can. You can carry it on. But there are some items like uh, Jello. Oh man, that's a great question. <laughs> How about like uh, Grandma's yams? Oh, well, I think it would depend on. Is no, that the yams could go through. I think. Well, no, because they could be spilled. Could right? Be what pumped? if they fell? What if you could pump the yams? If they can be pumped, <laughs> then they got to go in your okay. check. All right, all right, all right. So but what you so what you do is you load everything into shampoo pump bottles. <laughs> Right? Yeah, the nacho cheese. And, they make uh, giant shampoo bottles these of days. Of course. Have you been to Costco lately? Absolutely. This is how I get by. Our, all of our bathrooms have only Costco uh, pumpable uh, shampoos and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. You I know, for your for your luscious locks. <laughs> yeah, not mine, but yeah, other people who use <laughs> that sort of thing. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. It is. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually horrified by the thought of people traveling with, like, because everybody already treats uh, airplanes like it's their own, uh, it's their own personal like private jet, and so they kind of yeah. do this whole hey. And you could just imagine now if you're on like some of these, some of these airlines are still doing the one, you know, a seat between everybody, and now that seat's being occupied by three courses of Aunt Betty's, uh, you know, stuff. And you're going, uh, could you imagine just like foil wrapped stuff in the plane, and you're going three hours, and I just want to go, hey. You know, it, it, I'm just telling you right now, this is the stuff that food uh, poisoning nightmares are made of, what yeah. you're doing right here. You can't keep it at temperature. Um, by the way, uh, casserole, your casserole, yeah, uh, that can be carried on. Oh, see? And but, I think that's just a consideration because it's got to stay upright. <laughs> yeah, 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 that makes sense. It does. You don't want those going in uh, sideways. I just can't imagine anyone taking... Uh, Anything and checking it. The baggage handlers yes. are like... Throwing that thing for, I assume that everything is being thrown four and a half stories down from the airplane to uh, just a guy down oh, below. If you're, if you're lucky, it's only four <laughs> and a half. That's what stories. I'm saying is like I just can't imagine any of this stuff making. If you it, put so. a fragile sticker on it, it'll only okay, be four would and you half ever stories. make that? I just don't know who's making that trip. I good, good for them if they're ma- if they're traveling. There are people who are definitely like it's. What's interesting to me is people are like, yeah, but grandma's rolls, and then you taste them and you go. Grandma's rolls taste like they've flown fine. a thousand miles, right? And they and guess what? Uh, go to go to your local Harmons, and 
they do roles that are a thousand times better than your grandma's, and she didn't have to sit on them, uh, or she didn't have to put them on the seat where some guy was farting into the <laughs> the upholstery, you know, and a flight right before for the, you. So <laughs> for the flight to your city, yes. Oh, for the road trip, there's some guy firing them off into the seat. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. But that was the flight before, and right, then you're right. sitting them on there, and you think it's clean as a whistle. Oh, it's fine. Now. The reality is, seat. it's got baby barf on that seat, and 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 four different flavors of fart uh, to go on your yams. So. You don't know what you it's don't terrible. know. You know what they ought to do. Mm. You know what they ought to do is when cancel you get on this the flight, holiday, cancel all flights for this holiday if you're planning on flying. When when you get on the flight, they should show you a photo of the person who sat in your seat just 20 <laughs> minutes earlier, and then you could decide for yourself whether or not this trip is important. I know. Listen, I know hyperbole is a big part of this show, but sure. we try to we strive to tell the exact truth how things happen. That's right. And I told you about our trip to Spain last year about how this kid barfed the entire eight hours from madrid to chicago and 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 at some point the parents they were just like looking around going i don't know what to do this kid just kept bar he was five years old and he was just barfing into they just kept bringing him those flannel blankets and they basically made a hobo you know the hobo runaway stick Mm -hmm. they were he'd barf into though they'd like wrap it up like it was and they would just carry it into the back and i'm like this is the flight we're on this is the flight we're on. This is pre-COVID, by the way. Could you imagine now? They'd throw him off the plane. Uh, he'd be thrown out of the landing. the whole family would be forced out of the doors of the flying plane. And yeah. they and you know what they would do? They'd go, "We're so sorry. We deserve every moment of this." And they'd have to jump into the Atlantic Ocean because yeah. that is, they would be glad to get out. And of And that's that. what I'm saying. You're flying. Uh, your your grandma's stuffing is sitting in the seat where that kid barfed 19 times Yeah. while you're bringing it to my house. And then you come in the door, and the payoff is them coming through the door going, oh, you know how much time it is? Look, just to get – I wouldn't trust it if it was cooked at the airport and brought mm-hmm. to the house because you know how it's like that 50-minute thing. Yeah. Grandma, you're picking up their luggage, doing the stuff, you know, the hugs, the Uber driver shows up. Hi. By the way, it's sitting in the Uber part where another guy was farting into the, into the seat mm-hmm. so or barfing Co- onto it. Or, and, co- no. and the guy's in there coughing, you know. You know? No, it's this is not this is not the so, this is not the thing you want. Do you remember that King of the Hell episode I was referencing earlier? So there's uh, this I episode don't. where they're traveling for Thanksgiving. The whole thing just goes poorly though. They're not able to travel. They get to the airport though, and Hank smokes a turkey. So he's got his just you know the smoked turkey. He's so proud of it, and he's they're flying to Montana to see Peggy's family, and it won't. The flight's full. They want him to check the turkey. He was trying to carry it on. They're like, sir, you got to check this turkey. You can't bring it on. There's not room for it. So assume it's some kind of bomb or something. So they clear everybody out, and then they attach a bunch of explosives to it and blow <laughs> Hank Hill's turkey up. <laughs> See, this is born from this. This is what it, this is. This is what all of our fears have been born from. We're disturbed it. by it. Yeah. Now it. somebody watched it. Somebody at TSA watched this and go, "We got to take a little bit closer look at this, and just make sure we're uh, we're 100 on board." All right, Miller, do you have a Zen headline? We're going to play the music. I want oh. you. To- yeah, give me a second. Oh, pull it up so, okay. So he's got the Zen headline. Uh, if you think, if you're thinking Always. about what? Oh, yeah, you do have it. Okay, so I'm gonna play the music here. And uh, if you have a Zen headline too that you want to say, just hashtag Zen headline. Hit Ethan or myself up on Twitter, mm-hmm. Alex Keery KSL or Ethan Millard KSL, um, wherever your Twitter profiles are found. So uh, Millard, yeah, is that giving you enough time to? Oh yeah, I've got it here. This one was oh, okay. submitted by Unky Ben. Oh, there you go, Unky Ben. Good old Unky Ben. Hopefully, we'll see. Hopefully, we'll be mm. seeing Unky Ben and Chica sometime. Yeah, you know, next sometime year. in 2022, 2023. <laughs> uh, I wonder how. I wonder if they're able to travel to Japan. They like they, they go so often. Speaking, speaking of people who could uh, vouch for bad uh, airplane flying situations, 
Yeah, I hope they're able to get back and forth still and see family because that's important. To people uh, like them, not to me. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't have uh, important enough family to travel around and visit, obviously. But uh, <laughs> so, some people uh, do. you know, they've had this spate of bad art restorations in Europe. Oh my goodness, yes. With like the, the church, fresco, the, uh, the the fresco painting that lady was like, "I'll fix it." Yeah, the and, church icons, things right, like that. Yes. Well, check this out. I'm just going to read it right here out of the NPR story. Okay. A melted face no. with two round cavities standing in for <laughs> eyes. <laughs> a misshapen lump of uh, go. A misshapen lump approximating a nose and an agape maw of a mouth. <laughs> Behold, the latest art restoration mm. gone completely wrong in Spain. Mm. The botched work, which is being likened to a potato head, yeah, came to widespread public attention via Facebook. It kind of, you know, because it's in Spain, it has a little bit of a Picasso vibe. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe that's what they're going for. But you know, they have the original, and then the restored version, and the original was not that bad. I look at the original, I thought, okay, it's an old weathered face, but it doesn't need to be fixed. And maybe they got to stop that, you know? Aren't there other things they could spend money on? Go. So, um, but this is supposed to be a Zen Headlines. It was submitted <laughs> was by Anki Ben as a Zen Headlines. Are great. Are... So we're just going to say it's hilarious. Oh, it's... <laughs> I thought they were going to say somebody somebody came in and uh, fixed it all. But no, I saw the original and then the, the, the botched work. So uh, I guess we're just going to have to deal with that. Hey. Speaking of dealing with that, uh, we're going to be back dealing with each other next week on uh, the Nightside Project as well, or maybe later this week. We just uh, we these are catches catch can with these uh, with these episodes. So for Ethan Millet, I'm Alex Curie. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. We'll talk to you again next time, everybody. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985. A woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.